0: resistance join the resistance all let's start by your tactics the pat patus and matches that's, Here's that's, how, we that's how we practice the last word conversation david jason
1: hey everybody welcome to pop culture continuum this is john elliot and this is chachi rodriguez and this week we're Did talking you? about the emmys or the oscars Oh yeah, it's Old all the statue. same. Yeah. What's the Emmy statue look like? I think it, uh, I think it looks like a TV repairman. Oh, butt crack hanging out. That's a plumber. Um, I think it's all service people who, that come into your home. It's been my experience anyway. Um, vamos well, wow, wow. The yes, the Oscars. So to try to keep it uh, thematic, we're talking about the. 1985 Oscars, which would be for the year 1984, and versus this year, and uh, as we're recording this, this year's Oscars have not happened yet, so uh, we'll say, what the hell was that, are you playing Simon?
2: Yep, I just won.
1: Uh, So I'm sure we'll really have a lot to say about that, and I think you said you want to kind of focus on the ceremony although I don't even know how much we can say about that but we watched a little bit of the uh, 1985 opening ceremony how did Jack Lemon get to be a host I don't know was a really really weird choice it was super especially in 84 because he was not relevant at all at that point like he hadn't gone on to do uh, Glengarry Glen Ross or grumpy old men or anything yet so well but that was the that was kind of the thing back then wasn't it, it was like, I don't know.
2: I think they had like years and years where Johnny Carson hosted. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I, Johnny Carson did host the year before. I don't know who host, hosted the year after, but I, it's just a it's just a weird choice. I mean, there's not there's oh the year after was a <laughs> it was a dream team. It wasn't just one person. 1985 the Academy Awards were Alan Alda, Jane Fonda, and Robin Williams. Oh wow. <laughs>
1: So, uh, they were really trying to appeal to the, uh, conservative base in middle America with that one, huh? Alan Alda and Jane Fonda. Yeah, I don't know why they got Jack Lemmon. I was thinking the exact same thing. And he didn't try to tell any jokes or anything, really, either. So it was weird. Um, you probably
2: he probably ripped up all the cue cards that came from Bruce Belange.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, and that's that's good on him for doing that, I I'm hoping that is what he did. Does that fool still write for the Oscars? I'm sure, yeah. It makes no sense. It's like having your uh, two-year-old waddle in in his diaper and tell you a joke. And being like, oh, that should be on TV for billions of people to see. Poose for Alright, goodbye everybody. Thank you. The, yeah... It was it was a very weird choice to have Jack Lemmon. I thought the exact same thing. Um, he looked good.
2: Oh yeah, I, mean, I I like Jack Lemmon a lot. That yeah, me too. Me it's just, I have nothing no, bad to say about the
1: guy, but a weird choice. But on the other hand, uh, it's not like we've done so much better in recent times with uh, James Franco and uh, what's her name hosting.
2: Who was it? Emma Stone. No,
1: yeah. Anne Hathaway.
2: Okay, Emma Stone might have been more entertaining. No, no offense to Anne Hathaway, he was very nice, but Emma Stone's actually funny.
1: Yeah, I don't know about that either. Did you see her? Did you watch the 40th anniversary of uh, Saturday Night Live? No, was she on that? She came on and did a uh, Roseanne, Roseanne and Dan impression. It was not good. Why would they do that? I don't know. Yeah,
2: and 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 if they're going to do that, why don't they pick someone whose whose experience working on live TV is you know is deep instead of taking a movie actress? Oh well. Yeah. Anyway. No, I didn't I didn't watch that, but after we did our roundup last week of Saturday Night Live People, yeah. I saw a Rolling Stone list of the top Saturday Night Live people and I realized I must be an idiot. They had Louis MacDonald at really low. It must be stupid to think he was funny.
1: Yeah, because uh if Rolling Stone says it, you know Did you you're see stupid. List, if I you disagree. The
2: list was pretty much the worst list I've ever seen. No, oh, I didn't. Like, I didn't see it. Nor McDonald Low. They had all these people I've never heard of really high, and his excuses were, "Oh, they were. They would have been better," which didn't make any sense. But one what, thing, they would have been
1: better if they would have had more time on the show or something.
2: I guess. It's oh, what the fuck? But uh, Adam Sandler would, was pro- would probably be on my top ten list. So I want to go back and redact. Yeah, I was, it, never, I
1: was never. I was never into him
2: oh he was perfect timing for me when it, i think it was like eighth grade when he was on that's like perfect prime saturday night live time when anything's funny so and i think if i watch it now it wouldn't be funny but too late he's already funny in my mind
1: yeah i was i was too old i think at that point although i i could make a case for chris farley from that era Well, oh, i guess you disagree i'll take oh, your I'm, waiting. I'm
2: i'm waiting for the case
1: oh i just thought his, I, think,
2: I think you put him on a list just by the Dan by, Dan by the River. Yeah, the
1: motivational speaker. Yeah. And, and the uh, the dude who had the interview show. Yeah, you know.
2: which, we, which is pretty much exactly what our podcast is. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you remember when you were in the Beatles? That was, was cool. Great. Um,
2: um, but I would take him off the list for this Chippendales joke.
1: Oh, well, really? I mean, I I know what you're saying about that, but... Did you not laugh the first time you saw it? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's totally in bad taste and and uh, you know shaming, body shaming, I guess. But I don't and know.
2: And giving Patrick Swayze a, a chance to talk about his anti-vaccination stand.
1: Wait, was he in that in on that too? Why do you think he died? Oh, Patrick, if only he'd been vaccinated against the common cold. Everybody get your cold vaccines. Yeah, I, I decided I can't... I'm, I'm done with Bill Maher, I think. Viv and I were talking about it. He's He keeps going on about that shit. Like, the last episode, he was... You know, before he was like, well, the flu vaccine doesn't really work. You know, it's 20% effective. You're like, whatever. You don't understand how this shit works, but, you know, I get it. If you don't want to get the flu vaccine, it's fine. Uh, but then he was going on about measles and... He, and he was basically saying, well, measles isn't that really that deadly a disease anyway, so who cares? I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway, he's no Jack Lemon as a host.
2: I'll tell you that. Well, it would be interesting to see him host the Oscars.
1: Bill Maher? Yeah. And and just, yeah. You know
2: who would be a great host? Forget Bill Maher, because I don't actually like him. But who's uh, no. that guy from the Daily Show that always goes off on rants and he's really funny?
1: goes off on rants oh lewis black
2: he would be a great host for the oscars
1: he's there's no way yeah <laughs> i think didn't john stewart do it one year i think he might have i can't remember.
2: i think he did a pretty good job too i yeah I, I either that or the emmys
1: as long as they don't bring back billy crystal ever again
2: i can he's always he's always st- he has a show coming out billy crystal with the guy from book of mormon and the guy from Book of Mormon, I find funny. Josh Gad, I think his name is something like that.
1: I don't know who that. He was an actor in the stage musical.
2: Yeah. So now he's been in he's been in different movies, and he was one of the voices for Frozen. So if you see his face, I'm sure you've seen him before. But I don't think he's been in anything that's lasted as far as movies or TV goes. I, but he's a funny guy, is what I'm saying, and he's in a show with. Oh wow, he's been in a lot of stuff before Book of Mormon. Well, it's not. He was a correspondent on the Daily Show. Oh, geez, I don't remember him. 2009 to 2011. Well, it, he that... was in that show 1600 Pen, which was kind of a terrible comedy.
1: Oh, him. I rem- oh oh, I know who he is. Yes.
2: Okay. Do you I... remember him from Daily Show?
1: Yes, I do. Okay. Was he good The Daily Show? He never found his his voice. I mean, okay. I, yeah, I think he didn't have. Well, I guess he was on for two years, they said, but he wasn't on a lot, and I don't think right. he ever quite got there on The Daily Show. But yes, I know who he is. But that doesn't, I mean, Martin Short's a funny guy, and he's on Mulaney, so it doesn't really guarantee anything. I've, I've just realized um, that I have, except for Soap, I have an intense dislike for Billy Crystal.
2: I yeah, I, I get that, because I think there's something grating about his personality.
1: Very grating, and he's he's very Borscht-built type comedian. Like, even on his stuff on Saturday Night Live that people loved, I always thought was terrible.
2: like the... Well, here's something that maybe this this new show with him we, that you might like. And this I'm not joking. Okay. Josh Gad is a pretty funny guy. The pilot episode's written by Larry Charles and directed by Larry Charles.
1: Oh, that's... Yeah, that's good pedigree.
2: So, it's a 13-episode season on FX. Maybe it'll be good.
1: Oh, and it's on FX. Mm-hmm. Which is... Yeah. So, not just... Yeah, oh, I wanted to, you know how we did, uh, we wanted to take back recommendations last week. There's another one I'm going to unrecommend uh, from our fall preview show, Marry Me. It definitely was not an A show. It's, I, I can't, I, I don't know what it is about it.
2: It's It's okay. I don't, I wouldn't, I would still not call it an A show. I'd call it like a B or C show, but it makes, every episode I've watched has made me laugh a little bit, so I don't hate it.
1: yeah. But it hasn't hit. It hasn't hit yet. Nope. It definitely hasn't hit. And if it hasn't by now, I feel like it's not going not to. Not going to. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The eighty-five Oscars. Uh. It was very cool to see Prince walking the red carpet with a surrounded by cops. surrounded by security. It was ridiculous. Now, why? Because he's Prince, and he wants. to... <laughs> People to know how important he is. Meanwhile, you've got these mega stars walking just with nobody.
2: Yeah, but I, I mean, it seemed like they were like Los Angeles County Sheriffs, so it wasn't like. Did Prince pay for that? Of course he did. Oh, okay.
1: Do you remember? Back, this was Purple. I mean, I guess he was there for Purple Rain. He must have been. Uh, I'm sure he was nominated for Best Actor, and it was nominated for Best Film. Um, and he won. And sure. I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, sure he won all of when them. When we
2: look at the list, we'll, we'll know.
1: No, he actually did win Best Original Song Score, which is crazy. Yeah, for Purple Rain. But um, there's
2: only three three people in the category. I, I know the Muppets and songwriter.
1: Um, but he did not win for Best Original Song, which is ridiculous. He wasn't even nominated uh, because I Just Called to Say I Love
2: You won. Well, wait, was he not nominated because the, the songs weren't original for Purple Rain? No, they were all original. That doesn't make sense. That... Yeah, that's weird.
1: Yeah, uh, but I don't know the different Like, Best Original Score and Best Original Song Score. Um, I guess Song Score is like, like... The whole album? The entire album, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and best, best Original Score is more like mood shit oh, that works in the movie. Oh, you're talking about between those two? yeah, 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 yeah I would I'd,
2: agree. That's the difference between those, but... Uh Ray Parker Jr. almost pulled off a real scam, winning an Oscar for a song he didn't write.
1: Yeah, that would have been great. I, it would have been. I wonder if he would have had to give it to Huey Lewis.
2: <laughs> I'd like to see that like they could tape over the old name and Huey Lewis writes over it,
1: and he keeps the Jr. just to be <laughs> funny. But l- look at these Best Original Song. Oh my God, this is like, this is like one of our worst worst of the year lists. So I Just Called to Say I Love You 1, um, Against All Odds by Phil Collins. Actually, not a bad song for a Phil Collins song. But that's, you know, that's a pretty big caveat. Uh, foot- I
2: remember let, liking Let's Hear It for the Boy. But footloose.
1: On. Yeah, Let's Hear It for the Boy. And uh, I Want a New Drug, a.k.a. Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's pretty... Man, it makes me want to look it up what they've got this year. It's got to be some, like... Fro- Did Frozen even come out last year? I don't fucking know. It seems like best songs nowadays are always uh, from animated movies.
2: Well, I guess animated movies have more songs. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny. It's, it's kind of a coincidence that you chose 1985, and that was the 57th Academy Awards. And this year's the 87th, so they both have a 7 at the end of their number.
1: It is bizarre how that works out. Uh, when you go... Uh, an even, or a, by tens we call it the hexadecimal system i just looked at
2: the best best songs for uh, for this, this year oh okay wait i gotta to well later. you
1: know we'll get to those when we talk about 2015 academy awards and uh i think we'll talk a little bit about some of the categories maybe but um We'll we'll definitely talk about the host. So this year, the '85 year um, was the year Sally Field gave her speech. You like?
2: Oh, me? Oh, you like me? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking as I as I watched like the red carpet of that that video. Uh, Sally Field, there's no era where she wasn't wasn't just like gorgeous. Carpet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she had the ever She was very '80s looking, but she still made it work. Yep. So. Yay for Sally Field, and I don't know why she said that, because everybody always liked her.
1: Yeah. You're not going to hate Gidget, the flying nun? Come on. Was this
2: the deal where this is the first time she was recognized, or had she won an Academy Award before that?
1: I feel like she'd won before, but I... Yeah, yeah me too. Because I think I think she started out her speech with, like, I didn't feel it last time, but this time, oh, this time okay. I feel it. Okay. You like me. And she didn't say you really like me, so everybody stop misquoting that.
2: Oh, she won for 1980.
1: For the whole year, she just won the
2: yeah. I mean, not, the Academy, not Academy Award for, for no, 19- no, oh, not, she, just, no, won she just won 1980. Yeah, it was her versus Reagan, and she pulled it off.
1: Ah, uh, if only.
2: Well, not to become president.
1: Just, just for the year. Yeah, I get it.
2: Do You think the next election will have a woman president?
1: I, man, you know, I, I would like to think so.
2: I wonder who the Republicans could run, where it would be guaranteed, like woman versus woman. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I, I, I don't think know. there's
2: anybody that, that they would be able to run I can, that I can think of.
1: It's yeah, it's it's strange because all the all the women Republicans I know of are like batshit crazy, but I right. that's, that's just because they make the news so much, you know.
2: Yeah, and I, I don't think, but I don't think there is any women Republicans that have that have a power. That would be able to ki- to to rise to the ranks. No, so, I I agree. Um, like, there's people like that don't really have power, but are popular popular in quotes, like Sarah Palin, who's I don't think is really popular, but she says like I think she's popular in a way where people say, look, we we do we do respect women for our party, but she says such batshit crazy things that she's not, and Michelle Bachman the same thing. Right, right. Sarah Palin was
1: on the 40th anniversary Saturday Night Live too, and I was just like, "Why are you, why are you giving her more of a, a stage to be on?" You know. Well. Is she relevant anymore? Well, it's not like they did any skits with her and Tina Fey or anything. She was just there.
2: Yeah, but that was so great. It's <laughs> the Tina Fey Sarah Palin. That, that is definitely a Saturday Night Live highlight.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. But at this point.
2: Yeah, why does he need to be there? Yeah. I, I guess I agree. Um, so you watched the whole show? Sounds like
1: I did. I it, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't great either because they they showed like a bunch of clips and it was like three and a half hours long, but they would just show like literally two seconds from each clip <laughs> and just whiz through them.
2: I did not know about uh, Eddie Murphy's bias against Saturday Night Live for years and years.
1: Yeah, I guess because David Spade made a joke about him on on yeah. *Weekend yeah. Update*.
2: Yeah, I'm in, in that fight. I'm on Eddie Murphy's side.
1: I guess, except that Eddie Murphy seems to be one of those comedians who like lost his entire sense of humor, especially about himself. And he came out and and like talked on stage, but mm-hmm. he wasn't funny at all.
2: Yeah, I I, I mean, I, it's just like some website. So who knows how true it is? But this website has a theory that Eddie Murphy is um has stage fright and he can't go back.
1: Yeah, I'd, I would highly doubt that.
2: Well, I saw him
1: on the red carpet beforehand, and they were asking him if he was nervous. He's like, no, I'm not nervous. I'm,
2: no, no, I, I mean, ner- nervous. <clears throat> nervous about doing a stand-up act. I don't mean specifically oh, I see. getting up on stage, but he's been talking about for years where he's going to put together a, a stand-up act and be on stage for the first time in like 25, 30 years or whatever it is, and have oh, it combined with, with music, and, and the guy the guy's like, the, every interview he has Eddie Murphy's setting it up where it has to be perfect and he's trying to set it up so he doesn't have to go back because he has he, he, either he's a perfectionist or he's just a little bit afraid of going back on stage and because if he goes back on stage it's not like other people are like he'll go back and you know he can he can try stuff out but once Eddie Murphy's back on stage everybody will be talking about it he won't have time to to craft jokes
1: yeah it'll be they'll be judging him against his past greatness like uh, his Raging homophobic jokes that he did, and shit jokes back in the day. Yeah, it'd be hard to top that, Eddie.
2: So that, so I don't, I never saw Raw or Delirious. So it was he had a character called the Raging Homophobe. Yeah, that's cool. It's good that he was a, a b-
1: before the curve. Yeah, he he got in just before Dice Clay.
2: Uh, and he he had a film nominated for an Oscar this year. Wait, Eddie Murphy did? Mm-hmm. The Clumps 4, Beverly Hills Cop nominated for best original screenplay. Oh,
1: for this I see 85. I thought you Yeah, might... I'm
2: taking it back to topic. I oh. don't know how you like to go off the topic.
1: Best original screenplay. Wait, wow. All right, I got to find this. Didn't but... win. No, of course not. Uh but that's interesting. But so Be- Places in the Heart won. Yeah. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop, Broadway Danny Rose, The North, no idea,
2: and Splash. Wow. Yeah, really Really interesting. This I don't think the original screenplays are always this in, like such wide variety of movies. Who no, would guess? and I think it's kind of neat. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop, I remember it being a fun movie. And it maybe was it a deserved, fun movie. Deserved a nomination for that because it was witty, or I don't know why they they nominated it. But that's neat to to put stuff up there that's interesting.
1: Yeah, and especially you don't you don't generally see comedies a lot.
2: No, not at all
1: you see dramedies like the dude from uh, from uh, Community who won for Best
2: Adapted Screenplay. Oh, yeah, for uh, the Descendants.
1: Descendants, but that you couldn't really call that a comedy.
2: No. Um, it's just the only reason you call it a comedy because any time you think of Jim Rash, you think of funny stuff, but that wasn't especially funny.
1: Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it, well, this was an interesting year. Amadeus, it looked like, kind of stole the show, but... I would have, personally, I would have gone with The Killing Fields. I don't know if you saw that. No. And Hang S. Ngor, I don't know how you say his name, won for Best Supporting Actor in The Killing Fields, which he he should have. Uh, it's a really good movie um, about, you know, about the Khmer Rouge coming into power in Cambodia. And uh, and Sam Watterson's a, a journalist there, and he's got this Hang, Hang S. Ngor uh Plays like his kind of informant dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, they try to get him out when the Khmer Rouge starts coming into power and they can't. And then so then the majority of the movie just follows this guy in, t- uh, in the killing fields of Cambodia. And it's like none of it's in English. And he's just going through all this horror. It's, it was like a real. They, they wouldn't be able to make it today because it would follow the white dude the whole time right. from yeah. home. and uh, But anyway, but then this guy like actually did live through that stuff this actor too so he brought a lot to it and then he got killed uh shortly thereafter i think in los angeles in some kind of hold up or something so anyway yeah
2: i remember there being speculation that it wasn't just a hold up that he was targeted but i guess that wasn't true
1: yeah i have no idea um but yeah it's the killing fields i'd highly recommend written by bruce robinson who did with nail and i so kind of a massive change of pace
2: for him and uh, Hang Noir, do you well, say Yeah, one of the few times they changed the joke on The Simpsons. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a joke where Academy Award was thrown out and had his name on it. I forget why it was thrown out. I forget the context of the joke. But after he was killed, they changed it to Don Amici.
1: <laughs> well, Don Amici's funnier anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. Maybe like the Simpsons writer loved that movie. Oh, it was a it was a Homer Simpson got the got the and crossed out a name, put his name on.
1: Well, eighty yeah, this was kind of overall a pretty boring year for the Academy Awards. Um, Look, at,
2: <laughs> this is a great year for Asians in, in nominations,
1: though. I'm I'm trying to see all best I see supporting is supporting actor. Best, yeah, he won, and then oh, Pat Morita, or as they call him. Noriyuki Pat Morita <laughs> for the Karate Kid. Yeah, this is an
2: interesting year. <laughs> See, that's it's more
1: representative.
2: You think so? You think things have changed? I've mean, going by this list. I agree with you. I, well, I would have never thought that, but I mean these are these are movies that everyone watches.
1: Right, but I think nowadays the movies that everyone watches just aren't very good. I think maybe yeah. that's more what what has changed, you know?
2: Um, that makes sense. Um Yeah.
1: Oh, Glenn Close, best supporting actress, did not win. Peggy Ashcroft won.
2: Ashcrofts?
1: Didn't she go into politics? I don't know. I don't even know who the hell she is. Well, let's look her up. No, I think there is. No, thinking... Dame Edith Margaret Emily Ashcroft.
2: Wasn't there a, a guy who ran for Senate who was the Bush's attorney general? His, wasn't his last name Ashcroft? Yeah. Okay.
1: John Ashcroft.
2: He's the guy that, that ran and lost to a dead man, two thousand one. Yeah, I don't even I don't know if his name was John. Um, He's the one that covered the statues because they were naked. Is he really? Yeah. Fucking idiot. That was a fun time. Ah, uh, it's good to
1: know we've grown since then. And did you hear about this town that uh, some town in Alabama? Have some things saying that they were a town under God and God was their leader.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just ridiculous anyway. Uh, you know, people are getting a bit up in arms about it, I guess. But on the other hand, who gives a shit? It's some small town in Alabama. Let them let them. They have they, they're they not dictating policy to anybody anywhere. So
2: it's just an odd thing to do, though. It, yeah, it really is.
1: Well, I guess yeah. The mayor's like some hardcore uh, conservative Christian who who believes the country's going to hell in a handbasket because we're all heathens. <laughs> Best live action short. Did you see this up? Yeah, I, did, I, I, I guess... didn't know it was a live action short before they made it a, a Pixar film. Pixar movie. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it is surprising they didn't get nearly. And look, did you see the cast? No. Was it Ed Asner? Ed Caesar plays himself, Eric McWane, the boy. So they didn't really change much, two characters. Yeah, who played the dog? Well, I, I don't guess, think yeah, in they the don't... 80s they didn't credit dogs.
1: No, not even Hooch. Um,
2: I, well, Turner was the dog.
1: I believe you're mistaken, but I'm not going to go watch Turner and Hooch just to prove you wrong. Best visual effects, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom.
2: Yeah. loved it then like it now don't understand why people don't like it but wait was it
1: the third one it's the well, second one the second yeah i like the second one yeah people have, people have a problem don't like it i didn't yeah. like the third one so much but first and second i thought were all right i mean maybe people just thought it was a total rewrite of the first one which it kind of was but it was still fun
2: yeah
1: short I, round yeah it's not racist that character i like that kid he used to he was in a few things back then and then I think he was, like
2: Was he was he in Goonies? Yeah, he
1: was in Goonies. I think he grew up and became like a, a accountant or something. I don't know.
2: I thought he grew up and became a stuntman.
1: Oh, that would be awesome. Well, we'll never know. There's no way to find out. Let's see. Short round. Actually, I can just look up that movie, huh?
2: He worked as a stunt choreograph- choreographer. Choreographer. <laughs> choreographer. For X Men. So kind of.
1: Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, this is kind of a pretty boring year. Amadeus won almost everything. The Killing Fields won a bunch of technical things as well.
2: Best cin- cinematography.
1: But I did not know Prince had an Oscar. And he has an Emmy. For his work on New Girl. Probably. So he's got to he's got to do a Prince uh, musical, you know, a, yeah. ju- a jukebox musical.
2: He needs that EGOT.
1: Got to get the EGOT.
2: I yeah, I had no idea he was even close.
1: He should have won. He sh- he should have won an Emmy for uh, his appearance on the Arsenio Hall show. You know? Did you hear when he was on Jimmy Fallon that he did? You hear that story about him borrowing the dude's guitar,
2: breaking it? Breaking yeah.
1: it? Yeah. Maybe we talked about it on this show before. It's kind of a dick move. I yeah, he, I think we. T- Go ahead. I think he paid to have it repaired, but...
2: Yeah, but the way he did it, the guy didn't want him to use the guitar. Yeah. At first. Something like that, and then he broke it. it was, that was a dick move, and it was like a really sentimental guitar, And but then afterward, the guy's like, I'm fine with it.
1: Yeah. There's nobody who's a bigger dick that I still like than Prince.
2: <laughs> as a person or just his music?
1: His music. Yeah, as a person, I don't think I'd even want to chat with him, but... But yeah, his his art, I still like. Whereas, uh, the, I mean, there are some people who just turn me off by their personality. I'm like, I can't watch their movies or, you know, listen to their music. But
2: Bill Maher, for instance.
1: Bill Maher, yeah. But then.
2: Wow, so Prince is still up to, it, it's not just in the past he was doing copyright stuff. And last January, he sued 22 bloggers yeah. for
1: linking to stuff.
2: I so know. he's not he's not stopped.
1: Nope. <clears throat> it's pretty shitty, especially when you're at his level.
2: Do you think it's Prince himself that's insisting on this stuff, or if he has a like a bulldog lawyer, it's always worked for him? I oh, I think he's I think
1: he is searching the internet for shit. Him personally, <laughs> he's such a control freak that I, yeah, I think it's totally him, man. Like his lawyers oh, probably are like, dude, maybe you don't want to do this.
2: I really like this story. Two thousand eight, he did he did a, a version of "Creep" at Coachella, and it was all over YouTube. And he demanded to take it down. YouTube take it took it down, and days later, YouTube put put them back up because Radio Radiohead claimed it's our song. Let people hear it.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah, Radiohead. <laughs> oh God, Prince. Yeah, I have a uh, I have a ton of Prince uh, unreleased stuff that uh, I who knows how I got that.
2: And he would not be happy about but, it. But, yeah, thing. I'm
1: sure, you know. I don't know. Why keep it all... When is the goddamn Purple Rain alleged 30th anniversary edition coming out since it's now going to be the 31st anniversary?
2: Maybe but, they're going to wait for 35 now.
1: I know. They promised it uh, when he signed back with Warner Brothers. Who knows? Is it Warner Brothers? I can't remember. Anyway, uh... uh fuck the, the 1980s the w- yeah the wb shuffle after buffalo was that that little frog i don't know what he's saying oh yeah that's mu- that's that's much better impression i think probably people probably didn't get it from mine thank you yeah you nailed it uh, i say fuck these 1985 academy awards why i don't know it's kind of boring when one thing wins everything and plus jack Lemon.
2: I really like when one thing wins everything. I like those years. Uh, actually, this is not one of those years. But I like those years when it happens. Uh, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. It Happened One Night. Is that what that's called?
1: There I is like a movie it. called that, yeah.
2: that's the. One, is that the one that, that swept the Academy Awards?
1: I have no idea because it's like 5,000 years old. So
2: Clark Gable, uh, Betty Grable, <laughs> yeah. June Cusack.
1: Millie Hesutafon. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's uninteresting to me. Well, it, it one thing never sweeps completely, but you know, yeah, you Amadeus, for best no, picture, I mean when the, best director, I mean, best actor.
2: I mean, best picture, best director, best actor, best actress. That's what I consider a sweep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was no, there was no actress even nominated for Amadeus, so.
2: I don't think there was any women in the movie at all. I don't, I don't think so either.
1: Anyway, uh, you want to take a break and we'll come to this year's Oscars? This will be super exciting for p- people who have just watched the Oscars the night before to hear us talk about something that hasn't occurred yet. Uh,
2: well, they will they will uh, be on the edge of their seat to find out what we we thought. Maybe they're going to tape it and not watch it till after they hear this episode.
1: That would be the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you won't be spoiled if you open up Google or Yahoo or anything either, so don't worry about that.
2: You know, there's a group of men, I forget what they're called, and their entire goal is to not find out who won the Super Bowl, and whoever does it the longest wins.
1: That seems impossible to me. I, like, I don't think you could go more than a day. Well, Unless you didn't. just tell everybody you work with and everybody you know, don't tell me.
2: Last man running is what they call it. But what, I mean,
1: do you just stay off the internet? It's, it's ridiculous. Like, they probably have ads for who won the Super Bowl at the top of shit. I mean, I don't know what it would be an ad for, but...
2: Uh, the guy who won put himself into a coma. That seems like cheating.
1: Yeah, it's that's, like, not fair play.
2: In last-man history, only one person had made it past the Thursday after the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, in, it's basically impossible. You can't watch the news. You can't do anything. And also, it's kind of a dumb thing.
2: Anyway, yeah, it is a dumb thing. Aspire to. to but if you want to read an article about it it's called Less Men Running it's the New Yorker alright and now we'll take a break
1: okay uh, we will be right back fools
0: we had a comrade a brave comrade he could talk for whole days but then he tried to be a hero tried talking about Shannon wearing earphones oh. He almost died for conversation Hallucinations Good vibrations Van Dyke parks Greyhound racing chasing, The Reformation Transubstantiation in his creation The land of the Thracians And right back to the start It's gonna take some
2: We're back
1: with the eighty seventh annual Academy Awards, which uh, took
2: place in nineteen
1: eighty seven. That's how it works. And so I think I think a lot of things are up in the air on this one. I think there's like the supporting actor and actress. I think are locks uh, for J.K. Simmons and Patricia Arquette. I don't think I don't think anybody's thinks anybody else is going to win those two.
2: Really? So did J.K. Simmons won all the other awards? I think I, so, yeah. 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 That's nice. Yeah, uh,
1: he's,
2: he's been a great character actor his entire career, and I guess supporting actor is, is really a character actor award.
1: In yeah. a way. Yeah. But
2: he's been great his entire career, and it's, it's nice that he finally got a role where he could just shine and get all kinds of awards for it i like that and he's such a funny guy i imagine unlike prince i would like to hang out with jk simmons
1: oh me too yeah i would totally drink a beer well probably a scotch with him that's what i'm guessing single malt don't even know what that means dude but i bet that's what he drinks
2: well you've had a malt malt malted milkshake right yeah so those have a single malt it's oh, just you, one malt ball. You put a malt ball in a whiskey, and you shake it up in that you know that thing the bartender has, the little shaker. You put yeah. some ice in, you put a malt, a malt ball, and you shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, and then you get your drink, and that's a single malt. And if you want a double malt, well, two. So it, is, is it
1: like Whoppers or Maltesers that you throw in there? Is that what it is?
2: The You don't need to use a brand name, but it's that, that thing, that kind oh, of okay. thing, malt ball. I mean, it could be any kind of brand, Whopper, Maltese, malt- Malto. Multi-brand, so yeah. Matzo ball. That's a, that's the a whole thing entirely. That's, that's a different drink. That's remember I, the first time I ever saw someone get that soup when uh, fan of the show David got that at uh, Cantor's. Uh huh. It's, it's a neat soup. Anyway, I I always thought it was just little balls in the soup. I didn't realize it was a huge ball. That kind of kind of funny. And I've had it since then. It's delicious. Instead of a bunch of little balls, it's one big fucking
1: ball. Uh, yeah, Canthers, I'd like to go there again. Anyway, I think we saw somebody from, uh, like, Beverly Hills 90210 or something while we were there. Really? Uh, it wasn't that show, but it was some dumb teen show. We were all that's like, neat. oh, okay. Well, you were there with us, dude. <laughs> I
2: don't remember it, so that's neat.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think those two are a lock. Obviously, we'd both like to see Boyhood win for Best Picture, they're kind of saying it's between Birdman now and Boyhood, maybe. I'm thinking...
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure Grand Budapest Hotel will win, though.
1: Yeah, no, it's not going to win. All right, here, here's here's what I say. So, Best Picture, I'm going to say Boyhood, and then maybe Best Director they'll give to the Birdman dude uh, to throw him a bone. Um,
2: maybe. I don't know. I, I think it could go either way. Yeah. I think that could go the other way, too. I think... I think they could throw a link later. Although they don't like him, so maybe not. I think your theory makes more sense. That boyhood is, but you know, when we talked about boyhood before, and and up until like two months ago, I thought it was a lock to win, and I'm not as sure as I was before because people are saying less good things about it now, and I don't agree with it, but I think the hype kind of hurt it a little bit. Yeah, but I think
1: Birdman is actually overhyped because I don't think it's nearly as good as, as all the hype would that lend you to believe lead you to believe.
2: And, and a lot of people are talking about Boyhood and just talking about it as if it's it's not a good movie and it's just based on the fact that they filmed it over. It's just a gimmick. And it's not, but that's how people are talking. So I hope you're right. I hope Boyhood wins.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say Boyhood and and uh the birdman dude for director. Uh I'll
2: agree with that. Best I'm actor just, is I'm the... just I'm still shocked that Wes Anderson is nominated for for this, it's crazy.
1: Well, let's. Th- I'll get to him because, all right. So, best actor, I think, is the hardest one because I think it could be Bradley Cooper, it could be Michael Keaton, it could be Eddie Redmayne.
2: You don't he- think Corral has a choice, a chance? No, I don't think so.
1: Um, I think it's going to be Michael Keaton. It probably will be Michael Keaton. Maybe Bradley Cooper will be an upset. I don't know. Eddie Redmayne, you know, people do love when people play uh, characters with disabilities. So
2: yeah, but Michael Keaton is. If he doesn't win, it's going to be sad because he's really. He's been a very good award winner. Yeah. Everyone loves him. And he did such great work on uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say... Yes, he did. I'm going to say Michael Keaton. Um, And let us not forget Johnny Dangerously. Uh, Best actress, I think, has got to be Julianne Moore. Just a fucking lifetime achievement type thing there. Reese Witherspoon already has one. Marianne Cotillard is a frog. She Uh, already has one, too. Does she? Okay. So there
2: you go, Felicity Jones. Nope. Felicity Jones is going to be in the new Star Wars movie, so maybe they'll give her one for that.
1: Yeah, Star Wars is pretty good at racking up Oscars for acting. Um, Rosamund Pike, yeah, Gone Girl. I, I did not care for that movie. I didn't. She's not best actress material, in my opinion. So I'm saying Julianne Moore, um, and supporting it will be J.K. Simmons and Patricia Arquette. Um, here's what. All right, here's what I say. Best original screenplay, Grand Budapest Hotel. They'll give Wes Anderson a nod uh, in that category. That's what—that's my guess.
2: In what category? I'm sorry.
1: Best original screenplay.
2: I'm just—I really like Grand Budapest Hotel. I'm just shocked by how much how much is being how much praise it's, award praise is being given. This is a first.
1: Yeah, I'm shocked too. I think for different reasons than you.
2: You haven't seen it. You can't. You can't say anything.
1: I've seen. All his other movies.
2: This one's totally different. Yeah, that's what Europe. that's what
1: I heard about the last one, too. And guess what?
2: This one's totally different because it's set in Europe.
1: Oh. That's, the
2: last one wasn't set in Europe.
1: Um, best Adapted Screenplay. That's the tough one, I think. Because there you've got American Sniper, Imitation Game. Inherent Vice will not win. Uh, Theory of Everything. And Did you see Inherent Vice? Whiplash. I didn't, no.
2: I need to see that.
1: Um, I didn't I th-
2: read the book, either.
1: Yeah, I think Whiplash is going to win, like I said, for Best Supporting Actor, um, so I think they're going to try to divvy it up between American Sniper, Imitation Game, or Theory of Everything.
2: They <laughs> you, talk, you talk like they got together and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I think they do. So Whiplash is based on a short film. Did you see the short film?
1: No, no, never saw it. Yeah, by by the same dude who made the feature film. So that's I, pretty cool. They consider it adapted, but um, yeah, that's that's what I get guess okay best animated feature i think you want big hero six right
2: oh i want the lego movie
1: well of the ones actually nominated
2: <laughs> yeah it's the only one that makes sense all I right i don't I'll, want to give it to a sequel
1: i'm going to go with you big hero six yeah
2: although tale of princess K- K- whatever is probably good it's japanese so
1: yeah but nobody's seen that yeah, I, they're not I never even heard of it that. until right now um i say leviathan for uh Best foreign language because I've heard a lot about that one and not about the others. It's all very scientific. Um, all right. <laughs> I don't know about documentaries whatsoever.
2: And I don't I don't see uh, the fast cheap and out of control guy there, so forget it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, Errol Morris. Um, yeah. So then you just get down to the other other technical stuff. Um, and best original song. Oh, everything is awesome. Got nominated. Yeah, for best the original movie. song, so that'll probably that'll, win. Yeah, um, I
2: don't understand why Lego Movie didn't get nominated. I mean, yeah. is there a limit? Is can you only have five movies? And if so, how did trolls well, beat out Lego? Yeah, movie? Like,
1: even if you can, I was going to say, why? What the fuck is Song of the Sea? I don't even know what that is.
2: I don't. I don't either. I just
1: is it like Disney's updated non-racist Song of the South?
2: It's Irish. It, oh, it so it's definitely sick. racist. It looks like a, a nice movie poster. But, yeah, I'd I take Box Trolls out first because I just by the commercial, that didn't seem like it's any good. I didn't see it, so maybe it's the best thing ever. Yeah, I would say... It does, all right. have, ben, it does have Ben Kingsley and Tony Collette. Never mind, that's the best thing ever.
1: Uh, best production design is going to be Grand Budapest Hotel, too. I'm going to go out on a limb and say. If there's What's, one thing I do give him props for, it's production design.
2: Wow, Interstellar didn't get, get nominated for much at all, did it?
1: No, I haven't seen it. Have you?
2: No, I heard it was great, though.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Best Cinematography is probably going to go to...
2: Oh, Jesus, God, wow. Birdman. What? I'm looking at Best uh, Cinematography, Best Production Design. So we're talking about Tuner and Hooch. It turns out they did make a sequel. Mr. Turner, it must Mr. be him Turner. dealing with uh, the dog dealing with, with his boss or owner. I don't know how you what you call it, but with, with the owner dying.
1: Yeah, and now he's and Mr. Then, Turner. He's old and gray.
2: Living on his own. Probably has a little uh, little apartment in Seattle. Yeah, painting. He probably paints pictures of Hooch. Yeah, yeah. I'll it's, see that.
1: Kind of invents impressionism.
2: with. Oh, his, wow. What, yeah. a, what a get, too. Not only is it a sequel to a classic movie, but it's directed by Mike Lee, who's a, a, a woman wonderful director yeah i wonder if he used it like i don't i don't know if he's worked with animals before but you know with people he doesn't really write a script he just says this is a situation and we'll just film it and we'll see what happens that must have been hard to do that with a dog
1: yeah probably long shots of him drooling and and uh mm-hmm. getting misty-eyed well, that,
2: that was uh turner's specialty in turner and hooch
1: yeah but he probably gets like really good really good cinematic shots of the drool mm-hmm. like with little, little rainbows behind it and shit um Yeah, yeah, maybe that'll win. Okay, best costume design, Maleficent maybe, or Grand Budapest Hotel.
2: Wait, uh, yeah, I'll go with Maleficent. But uh, best makeup and hairstyling, did we do that already? I'll say Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Oh, yeah, I'll say Guardians of the Galaxy for that too. Nothing else is even close, I don't think.
2: Best craft service, I don't know. I mean, I'm not there, but I have to think that... They're putting a good spread out for Steve Carell, so I'll say Foxcatcher.
1: Oh well, but but if you look at the uh, Best Craft Service, they do have Jim Bob's Burrito and Shrimp. What who's it? Truck. So everybody in LA knows that truck. That they they might win. What
2: movie were they on?
1: Oh, uh, that was that was for uh, Avengers Two. I don't know why it got nominated this year, but
2: (laughs) you're reading the wrong list. The craft
1: service was so good. They put it in for this year.
2: <laughs> it's not even called Avengers 2. Yes. The this list is bullshit.
1: The Age
2: of Ultiman. <laughs> Ultiman. The Age of Ultraman. Ultraman's Ult- 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 a to- totally different thing, but I, I want it to be called Ultiman. Dan Ultiman. What's this now?
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, so we, we're going to have a NPH host... Yes, which you know First I like time. him on the Tonys.
2: I like him in general.
1: But the yeah I like him too. But the Oscars is a different thing. And if he's having Bruce Bruce Valanche writing for him, you know what? I I say if Bruce Valanche is still writing for this show, NPH throws his shit out and is just like you know what? I'm funnier than you, dude. I can ad lib better than you can slave over a joke.
2: Yeah, and he should.
1: Yes, he he one hundred percent should. Uh. But it's, it's always weird in these, like, award shows. Like, you watch the Golden Globes, and, you know, I get excited. I'm like, oh, awesome, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. And they're on there for, like, ten minutes of the whole show.
2: It seems like the Oscars guy's on there more, but, yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I always DVR the Oscars and fast-forward through all the boring shit.
2: So it ended up being, like, ten minutes.
1: It's, yeah, it's, like, fifteen minutes long when I watch it. but. Uh,
2: I hope that Neil Patrick Harris brings back Would You Like to Buy a Monkey?
1: Oh, me too. That was a Everybody hated that year, but I thought it, I I fucking thought it was great.
2: That's another thing I didn't find out till later that everybody hated it because I watched with a, a bunch of friends and we all thought it was hilarious in college.
1: Yeah, I think even David Letterman was like, "Yeah, I'll never do that again."
2: Well, yeah, because he got such bad because the reaction, people, yeah, people liked it because it was just it was just talking about Cabin Boy.
1: Well, it it is. I mean, it was in a way kind of like having chris elliott host or something you know like it wasn't really what i mean at that point in dave's career i don't think he was he was quite mainstream enough
2: right yeah well i mean the the, would you like to buy a monkey was his one line from the movie so they're just having other actors do it it seemed fair to me yeah
1: oprah uma uh yeah so i think i don't know i i have good feeling for nph Hosting it's a good it's a good choice in my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I want NPH to start a variety show. People might watch it. I'd watch it. Uh, yeah. Thank
1: you, Harold and Kumar, for bringing him back.
2: Thank you, uh, Doogie Hauser for bringing him first. Yeah, they're showing Doogie Hauser on
1: one of the old, uh, you know, the rerun channels now. And uh, it's not
2: very good. <laughs> I'm don't. i I'm under the impression that it wasn't considered very good at the time.
1: Yeah, I think I watched it, but I didn't remember. it was. It's like one of those shows that has a moral at the end of every episode. It was a dramedy. Yeah, it was a dramedy. No laugh half track. Hour,
2: half hour show, no laugh track. So it, was, it wasn't like no laugh track now doesn't necessarily mean it has to be a dramatic show. But at that time... If you're gonna have a half-hour sitcom that has no laugh track, they would have to have like something serious going on in this funny episode.
1: Yeah, I know there were there were a few of those, like uh, the Wonder Years and Doogie Howser. I guess that started earlier the no laugh track thing. The there, si- yeah, there single was camera.
2: Very early on, there was something called I think the Days and Lives of Molly Dodd, and that's oh, yeah. where they start using dramedy and and Hooper, and they didn't they didn't catch on, and then eventually it caught on but I think they realized it didn't have to be serious and that's when it really really was good
1: Hooper starring the great John Ritter right yep of Problem Child fame yep
2: yeah it's funny how most of John Ritter's output was crap but I still think he's wonderful and really funny
1: me too when you say most you mean all
2: yeah he was good in Sling Blade oh shit I forgot he was in that he was good in his his episode of Buffy where he played a robot uh, is that, married Buffy's mother.
1: Is that something that actually happened? Yep. Oh, Would not... I lie to you? Would I tell you something that wasn't true? iZombie's coming out soon.
2: Yeah. I like the ads for it. Looks like it's going to be fun. Yep. I'm going to
1: check that out. I don't know what that had to do with anything. Well, I guess Buffy, kind of.
2: More importantly, new odd couple, finally. Finally they're making a new odd couple.
1: It's been, you know, you can't go wrong with Neil Simon, can you?
2: Nope. Oh, although it's not really Neil Simon because he, he sold away all his rights to the TV show. Uh, so it's Tom Lennon. Mhm. Matthew Perry.
1: Oh, Matthew Perry. Yep. He plays Oscar. He's the slob. He's got to be. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
2: Tom, and it's funny. Thomas Tom Lennon is a really funny guy and I usually like him and stuff. And Matthew Perry, I didn't like Friends, but every other sitcom he's done uh, that he's done and failed at I've liked. So I'll watch the Odd Couple.
1: Yeah, I thought Go On was all right.
2: Yeah, I thought that was that was pretty funny. It wasn't great, but it's much better than stuff that lasted. Um, before that, he played like a a sports host. Oh yeah, kind of, I vaguely kind of, recall. Yeah, and that was not bad either. And it's just it was better than the other stuff that lasted. So yeah, it's too bad. So so my prediction is that Odd Couple is going to suck, but it's going to last for 15 years.
1: Just like the original.
2: Didn't suck. Yeah. Debatable. That's that's an episode we have to do. Didn't we do that? Oh, I guess we already no. did it. No, we odd didn't. Couple versus oh, we then that's what we're gonna do. Odd couple versus odd couple, easy.
1: Yeah, that that'll be a totally easy one to do. Maybe we can do that next week.
2: Is it on already? I don't think it's on until
1: March. Oh, we can still do it.
2: And Vince Gilligan has a um a new show coming.
1: Oh, better um, call Saul.
2: No, I have you watched that? Is any good? Can yeah, can good. I watch that without having finished Broad? Uh, Broad City
1: you di- you can definitely watch it without having to finish Broad City you might want to check out Breaking Bad though
2: okay so I have to finish Breaking Bad before seeing Better Call Saul yeah okay yeah no he does have a, a new show coming it's uh, Battle Creek Battle I know, Creek I know about I know about Better Call Saul I'm not talking about that but Battle Creek is another show he has on, on, on the network you love CBS yep and it has it's so weird has Tina Fey's uh, husband, not husband, what was, uh, what was his name, the beeper salesman? Oh, yeah. 30 Rock, he's, he's one of the stars.
1: God damn it, what was the character's name now? It's driving me crazy.
2: It's, it's funny, because you're not the only one that has that idea about CBS being for old people. Oh, I know I'm not. And, but there's some shows on CBS that aren't for old people and are really good, and everyone should watch it, but people don't because CBS is for old people, like Person of Interest.
1: And Two Broke Girls.
2: Two Broke Girls is for nobody it really isn't well it's for, for it's for racists Pro Girls is pretty much the, the the biggest disappointment I've had on TV for the last 10 years cuz I was really excited about that show
1: Yeah didn't Whitney Cummings have something to do with that? She created it, co-creator. Yeah, there you go. That was the that was the worst show I think in recent memory that lasted more than a season.
2: It's still on. Don't don't talk about it in the past tense. It's still going strong. In hell? Uh,
1: yeah. What do you, I don't know? What do you think? You got any predictions for the? I guess there's a lot of uproar over Selma not getting more uh, nominations.
2: But it's, it's hard. It's hard to have uproar about that kind of thing. But it's it's. I think it. I think there should be uproar. I, no, fair, I agree. I don't know if Selma is good enough that it should have been nominated for more things. But who cares? There's plenty of stuff that isn't that good and got nominated. So yeah, there should be an uproar just yeah. to get grand budapest hotel well, that should have been nominated they in fact it should have been grand budapest hotel five times um uh, yeah but yeah the only only place selma got in was when there can be 10 nominations which is right intense.
1: yeah i think they got a best song nomination but yeah that's not
2: i didn't know oprah winfrey produced it i like oprah winfrey that she's she's putting stuff out there Eh. Not necessarily stuff that I like. Not well, actually. some of it looks like it's a good movie, so I won't. I won't say I won't like that. Yeah. I like. I like that they're doing a biopic and they're not doing a, a full life. They're just doing a couple weeks in a guy's life, and that's. And it, I, it got good reviews, so it's probably a good movie. But anyway.
1: Yeah, I, like we can't do a full biopic of Martin Luther King and not have it be a six-hour movie. Yeah. Really exactly. So. Yeah. Um,
2: but no, I I think it's good that Oprah's producing producing movies is using her money. Not just for her magazine and TV network.
1: Well, yeah, as we talked about, she does a lot of good. She also does a lot of bad. Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, Dr. Phil. Uh, these crazy diet bullshits, anti-vaxxers on her show. and Yeah.
2: Did she have any anti-va- anti-vaxxers? I yes.
1: Know. She's very, you know, the, the secret, all that kind of crap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: And if her show is still on that, what's that woman's name, who's big and being mocked now because she got so big that, her ideas are getting out there too much. What's the food, babe? Where nothing with chemicals in it are good. She doesn't want any any chemicals in foods. You know what I'm talking about. She yeah. just has a book that just came out. Yeah, she would have been a a free, Vani Hari would have been a freaking guest on Oprah. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, and as I've said before, chemicals are often the best things in the food to me. Mm-hmm. So, salt, salt, chemical. What? Apple? Mackle. I don't know what you're talking about now. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a... It's a kind of an important piece of American history. Selma. Uh, Just
2: kind of? It's...
1: It's kind of. I mean... I don't know that I'd put it up there with, uh... The 1978-79 TV season.
2: In importance, but... I think... In general, all TV TV seasons are above everything else in history. I think so. so you too. have to go through the beginning of television, which is, let's say is 1939, to the present day, so that all of those are above everything else in history. And, and then all those, and then you get to the the movies, and then then you get to the rest of history.
1: Yeah, then you get to Martin Luther King,
2: which is ironic. So by uh, so, some of the film is more important than the events that happen in Selma.
1: Yes, I know um, it's it's weird, but. <laughs> That's the way life is. Yep. Nothing really counts until there's a movie made about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, uh, Don Cheadle. Yeah, I always thank Don Cheadle for everything, just regardless of what the issue is. Except for uh, Ocean's Eleven. But we've done that already. All right. Uh. Yeah, I don't have anything. I mean, what the hell are we going to say? Uh, I I predict it will be. Uh, there will be some very tiresome speeches. I don't know. I
2: oh, if let's. I'm gonna look at the list and who whose speech I think would be great if they won. Yeah, let's see. And I'm including people who have no chance of winning. Right,
1: right. Let's... Well, I do think J.K. Simmons would give a good speech. Oh yeah. I think Michael Keaton would give a good speech.
2: Steve Carell would give an excellent. Oh speech.
1: yes, he would. He would. Steve Crow would give an awesome speech. Um, yeah, I, and this is not just because I dislike him, but you know I don't think Wes Anderson would give a good speech.
2: No, it would be awkward and stilted. Yeah, and kind of yeah. It's just like his movies. Of, of the directors who would give the best speech is maybe Linklater. I don't know Bennett Miller. And yeah. I don't know the guy who directed Birdman. So. So, so that, the directors that, is hard. Yeah,
1: it would. I I do think you're right. Linklater. I don't... People don't like him. I don't get it. He seems like such a cool dude.
2: Wait a minute. I thought... Bennett Miller directed Moneyball. I, for some reason, I thought... Uh, I Bennett Cerf? Somebody, somebody else. <laughs> Bennett Surf? Barney Miller? I thought the guy who... the Steven Soderbergh directed that movie. I don't know why I thought that.
1: Oh, I thought he was... He might have been a producer. I know. I thought he was involved in that as well. Okay.
2: But... So, Bennett Miller is... Foxcatcher guy, and I and mean I, he's not the he's not the actual murderer. I'm not I'm not putting putting up a new theory of the murder. I'm saying he directed the film. Yeah,
1: I am putting up a new theory, and okay. uh, I'm submitting it to Dateline.
2: Okay. Can we hear? Is this an, uh, a first hearing of it? A, a first?
1: Oh, I've got to read it. tonight on Dateline. Okay. Foxcatcher, nothing to do with a fox or catching it. Instead, so, oh, okay. It was a film made by Bennett Miller, but what did Bennett Miller really have to hide?
2: Oh, you're saying he did do it?
1: Yes, yes, that's yes, Th- yeah. That's that's my my Dateline episode. Is that Bennett Miller actually did it? Wow.
2: Oh, so he's it's kind of like he's 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 returned to the scene of the crime.
1: Yeah, that's why he put uh, Steve Carell in that uh, big ass nose to throw people off because it's so memorable. And then Bennett Miller is just like some schlumpy walking around killing people. It blends into the background.
2: I don't mean I don't mean to disagree with you, but Bennett Miller is a stone cold fox.
1: Well, a stone cold fox that walks around like dum, da, dum.
2: nobody who had a painter mother and a contractor father walks. <laughs> who well, writes Wikipedia? Sometimes Wikipedia entries are so stupid. That's his biography. He was born in New York City to a painter mother and a contractor father.
1: Well, that's the American dream, right there.
2: <laughs> Uh, it's yeah. like he's a robot, and his mother was a painter robot, and his father was a contractor robot. And he murdered. And he murdered, murdered Mark Ruffalo. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. I don't. I don't see a lot of people giving great speeches other than.
2: That's funny though. Foxcatcher, I haven't seen yet, and I've but I saw lots of ads for it, and I knew Steve Carell I was in it, and I knew um, the other guy. What's that guy? The Mar- plate. Mark Ruffalo? No, I did. That's what I was gonna say. I didn't know he was in it.
1: Oh, oh, but you knew, uh, you knew. Uh, Metal Mike. What the fuck was the name of that movie? Channing Tatum. Anyway, Channing Tatum. Yeah. yeah, you knew he was in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know who I think might give a good speech too if they won, which I don't think they would. Uh, for best adapted screenplay, Paul Thomas Anderson might give a good speech. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. An interesting speech, anyway. I like him. Did you see Nightcrawler? No. I thought it was alright. Um.
2: I don't like those X-Men movies.
1: I know. They should just... Yeah. Like Wolverine. Terrible. Kitty Pride. Awful. Uh, Colossus of Rhodes. I don't know. They like took him back in time. To Ancient Greece. No. Um.
2: Yeah. What do you think of Bill Murray's performance on Parks and Rec? <laughs> at,
1: at first, uh, when he was in the coffin, Viv was like, "Is that Bill Murray?" And then he, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Um,
2: in the coffin, he kind of looked like Brian Doyle Murray. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's. I think Brian Doyle Murray probably hears that a lot. Um, <laughs>
2: you look like a dead Bill.
1: <laughs> um, I didn't ca- so much care for the. Uh, the Karate Show episode?
2: Oh, I thought it was it was great because it was such a, a an attempt at something so stupid that it turned out to be fun. Uh, yeah, I I I've, watching that, I knew it would be it would be one of those things that people either loved or hated. I I loved it.
1: Well, speaking of Parks and Rec, uh, R.I.P. Harris Whittles.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was sad. That was yeah, that was sad. I didn't. I've heard him on on podcasts a lot, but I've only heard him on funny podcasts, so I didn't realize he was battling you know, uh, drugs and drugs. I didn't know he was like that bad. Like a dick. I thought, you know, he sounded like he was, he was on pot, but (laughs) yeah.
1: Mark Marin just put out a, uh, he put out his interview with him from a couple of years ago, right after he died. You know, he always does it.
2: Trying uh, to make money off of
1: it. Off of a dead man. Um, but yeah, it was weird how casually he talked about drugs on there. Mm, Okay. Taking oxy and shit like that. Um, but yeah, no, it was sad. He was, he was hilarious with the like the Harris's phone corner on Comedy Bang Bang and and on Analyze Fish. I liked him a lot. Uh, and
2: he was great on Parks and Rec. Yeah, he's not, uh, animal trainer or whatever that part was. Yeah,
1: he's not a great actor, I wouldn't say, but he is. Yeah, he is always funny. He's makes he was you funny laugh with part. his line readings. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, the part was perfect for him. So yeah, it's it's too bad. Uh, I, it's not one of those things where everyone around knew it and didn't do anything.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, he was in rehab and stuff, and I think he yeah. just, like, totally relapsed, you know, so, Sucks. yeah. Stupid. Anyway, uh, should we go to the recommendations, Asians, 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 Asians?
2: Yeah, you go first.
1: Fuck, I forgot mine, dude. Um, well, I'm going to say... Uh, shit, I already did that one. Um, oh, you know what? I will recommend uh, The Best Show with Tom Sharpling, which used to be on WFMU uh, as a radio show. It's now a podcast, and uh, it's not for everybody, because it's still, like, a radio show format where he, like, takes calls from listeners, and uh, it's, like, three hours long each episode.
2: Oh, I think I'd like that. But option. it's, like,
1: once a week, and then he also has... John Worster, drummer for Bob Mold and uh, Superchunk and stuff, comes on and they, as a caller, he always plays some character and they do like bits and they're always really funny. Um, but it, it, the best show was on Forever on, on uh, the radio and now it's it's back as a podcast and and live streaming too. You can you can listen to the show live. And I was wondering
2: it. how they're getting phone streaming. calls in. <laughs> yeah,
1: I listen to the podcast because I. I usually listen to this stuff during the day. Um, I don't sit at home and listen to like streaming shit. But uh, but yeah. It's a
2: nighttime show?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, the best show with Tom Sharpling.
2: Um, I don't know. You know, I'm going to give a recommendation based on not much, but the first episode made me laugh. Uh, let's see what the full name is, because it's a very long name.
1: Oh, is it Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance?
2: No, it's a television show. Oh. It's called Schitt's Creek. Spelled S C H I T T.
1: Yeah, I saw something about that.
2: And it's a Eugene Levy created thing, I guess, with his brother or son. I don't know. Daniel Levy. Levy. How do you say it? Yeah, this is Levy. And his son is in it, too. Okay, someplace like. His son plays his son. Very funny. Chris Elliott's in the first episode plays. It's a this rich family who gets ripped off and they lose all their money and have to lose move to a small town that they'd bought in the past. Chris Elliott plays the mayor of that town. Over the top for sure, but pretty funny.
1: What is it on?
2: I found it somebody recommended it to me because they watched it. Is it on, older? Did, like, was no, it? it's it's brand new. Oh, okay. Uh it's on a television channel called Pop which used to be something else but it's a, a channel that shows all soap operas um, I don't know it's a. It's a I think it originally aired on CBC or CDC whatever the yeah, Canadian CBC channel is. yeah so yeah I would rec- based on the first episode I'd recommend it it made me laugh Catherine O'Hara I think we've talked about how much we love her and she's yep. good in this She. I mean totally every other scene she's screaming and crying but she's screaming and crying in really funny ways she so, always yeah. does yeah funny show
1: okay Shits Creek
2: I'm not cursing because it's spelled to say.
1: Yeah, it is very subtle. Uh,
2: all right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. You're not. You're not finding subtle comedy in this show.
1: Well, that sounds good. Um, maybe we'll we're gonna have a, a friend of the show on at some point. Uh, some friends of the show. Um, maybe next week, but we'll see. Might do a comic book one. Might do a movie one. Um, it'd be nice if we could record two on the same day and get back one ahead but i guess that's a
2: talk for Maybe. off the air something we could also do is you and i do separate episodes at the same exact time
1: yes oh yeah we should do that uh we just got to find a topic for that uh,
2: oh no, no i mean you talk to one friend of the show and i talk to another friend of the show and we record them exactly the same time
1: oh and just play them over each other
2: yes so we're doing two episodes at once
1: yeah that'll be nobody's ever attempted that before i don't think no no nope. All right. Well, that sounds like an idea. Um, All right.
2: Uh, Write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Tell your friends to listen to us. Like us on Facebook. Rate us highly on iTunes. And like the episodes as they come out, if you've already liked us on Facebook, because that helps. And uh, thank you for being our friends.
1: Yeah. Wait, so you can rate individual episodes?
2: Yeah, you know, because they... We post them and uh, they can. No, no, I'm saying like them on Facebook, not Oh, friends. I
1: see. Oh, right. Okay. All right. Um, I guess that does it then. Uh, until next time. Goodbye, everybody.
2: Goodbye.
3: Your eyes are burning. me. I'm gasoline. i